Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast today. It is 2017, it's almost February, which means it's almost Valentine's Day, and I believe all the Valentine's stock in Target has already run out. Because people like to shop early for things they won't use for the next few weeks, rather than just buying it like a week before. You know, so that they'll actually need it soon, rather than just letting it sit. Anyway, we start off with Xenos, that track car company that sadly has now gone bankrupt. Which is a shame. Hopefully they can find some financial backers. I don't think Lotus or Catrum are going to uh, buy them, simply because they're the competition. So, I think a more mainstream automaker would have to buy them and give whatever mainstream automaker a shot at the market. I would like to say Suzuki, but... They really don't have enough money, I don't think, to back Xenos. But it would give them it would give them some market share there. Or well, maybe not market share, but you know. Basically what I'm trying to say is they would get they would be able to get into a market that they wouldn't otherwise be able to. I mean, of course, unless they make a track day version of the Suzuki Swift, which I would love, but I'm not sure they're gonna do that. Eric Clapton's Ferrari F forty could be yours for one million dollars. And you know, I wanna say it's a lot, but I'm not sure that's a lot. In comparison to how much F40s go for, so that honestly might actually be relatively cheap. Did Vin Diesel just leak the 2018 Dodge Challenger SRT Demon? I'm pretty sure he just did, because there's this, it's not like Facebook Live, I don't think, but it's a certain video going around, and I'm going to cut to the chase, yes, I'm pretty sure he has, and I'm not sure if that's going to make Fast and Furious lose their contract with Dodge for future movies, but yes, yes he did. I'm calling it. Ogre starts title defense with Monte, Monte Carlo Rally victory for Ford slash M Sport. I need to watch some videos on the 2017 rallies because we got the new rally cars and I'm excited to see how fast they are. Two Mercedes, two 2018 Mercedes A-Class prototypes are better than one. Would be better is if they had a little bit less camel on them. Volkswagen introduces new smart looking, in air quotations, crafter in the UK. And it starts from 23,920 pounds or near enough 27,000 for a van. Which isn't, I'm not sure if that's bad. I'd have to see what van prices are like right now. GM's Voxel boasts how OnStar saved the man who suffered epileptic seizure. Maybe I should, eventually I should uh, look at that article. But that does show that OnStar, wor- OnStar works. Oh wait, oh wait. Oh wait, no, I guess they did actually save him. Anyway, Porsche 939 RSR design envisions the future of GT racing. Though I think it's an artist rendering rather than an official one. So, yeah. Watch an RC car go 100 miles per hour in slow motion while drip while doing a donut, donut, yeah, a donut in fire. Yeah, as those batteries being in fire wasn't dangerous enough. Mercedes-Benz to build a new factory in Russia next year. Not like Russia's too small to put a factory. I mean, come on, Russia's so big you could put what like 20 factories there. I mean, you could probably do that in America. Nissan still hasn't given up on the IDX sports car. Though, I kind of think they have, because we still haven't gotten it yet. I mean, come on, we haven't even gotten a teaser of it yet. This Stormtrooper of a Jeep Wrangler is $60,000 worth of overkill. So is that $70,000 Tesla Model X we saw a few weeks ago. But yeah, this Jeep has... It's more show-off than actually... It's all show and no go, basically, which is a big shame. Because frankly, what it has on it is more suit is more fitting of a G-Class than a Jeep Wrangler. Mercedes preparing to cement its place... Among compact luxury crossovers with second gen GLA. Motorcyclist rear ends car at high speed amazingly ends up sitting on the trunk. That is amazing, but that's that's not as amazing as that gif I once saw where a motorcyclist similarly rear ended a car 
and actually did a front flip and landed on his feet on the car. I think it was also on the truck, but he actually landed it. He didn't, like, face plant or anything, which was impressive. For the price of a focus, this 1998 Bentley Anage could make your neighbors jealous. Except they'll be tickled pink once they see the bill it takes to replace a headlight. Because, of course, it's an old Bentley, and it's British, so... A, it's bound to break down, and B, the because it's a Bentley, it's the part that replacement costs are bound to be basically ruinous, especially if you're a college student. You might, if you buy that, you might want to file for debt a little bit sooner than later, because I'm telling you, those repair bills, those repair bills will ruin you for the next, well, no, years can't even, I couldn't even tell you how many years, because it would depend on how many times the Bentley broke down. I mean, of course, it, well, it looks to be well-maintained, but no matter how well-maintained, no amount of well well maintenance will keep that from breaking down. Two new Mercedes-Benz G-Wagons. Oh yeah, I mean G-Wagons, not G-Class. Anyway, collide with each other in China. Just wow. In the UK, you can shop for a smart car online and have it delivered at home. Because apparently, smart doesn't want... Is it smart? Yeah, because smart doesn't want Amazon to get all the glory. Should a pickup truck be in Faraday's future? Yeah, yeah, you get the pun there. I didn't even do that pun. That was the article. So don't blame me if you're... If you're scoffing and rolling your eyes and, and losing slight faith in humanity, that's not my fault. And I'm going to answer this right now. I'm not so sure that they should do a pickup truck. I mean, yes, they could get a lot of sales, but I'd have to wonder. Because electric cars are already really heavy because of the batteries. So then add to that the strength reinforcement a truck has, and you might have something that's too heavy to be practical. So I'm not sure electric pickup trucks really work as of right now. Vans probably work more than pickup trucks. And I say that because, yes, pickup trucks, you can put things in the bed, and that's fine. But I'm, I'm talking about towing and hauling and stuff. Well, primarily just towing. And that's what I mean is I, I think it's just too heavy to be practical. Now, a van might be better because that's just hauling around boxes and stuff. And because of that instant torque, well, I mean, A, any fragile cargo will probably be broken because of that instant torque. But B, because of that, it might make it, it might put less stress on the motors, even though it would add to the weight of the van. And my tablet again. Anyway. Audi A3 boosted to top safety pick plus, thanks to LED headlamps. Survey says most automotive executives believe fuel cells are the future. It's not a bad thing to believe in, that's for sure. Infinity to launch electric sports car by 2020. As long as it doesn't end up like that Jaguar CX-75, then I'm all for that. Mercedes-Benz to expand compact family with electric hatch and crossover. Bagged. And when we say bagged, we mean it's been lowered because... Okay. In the automotive world, bag means put on air suspension, okay? You get the bags, you can lift you can lift the car, you can lower the car, you know, it's basically air suspension, but with a different name. And I believe it works slightly differently, but yeah, it's basically just air suspension. But anyway, bagged focus Ford Focus RS fails to impress with custom air suspension and wheels. And I think I know why. The Ford Focus RS is meant to be a performance car, slash slightly on you know, on-road rally car. Putting it on Putting it on bags kind of defeats the purpose, and I mean really, because it, you know, it's all about that driving feeling and hooning and you know that sort of thing. And you put it on bags and make it just for style, it really ruins the point. Not to mention the forward focus R is actually pretty practical, except for turning radius, but still, it is pretty practical. And again, doing that ruins the point. And that's why I think it fails to impress, and it, it also fails to impress me, because I'm not all about that that low life, to be honest. Autonomous car backlash kicks off. In upstate New York, 
I wonder why. Audi joined FIA World Rallycross Championship with Matthias, I guess, Ekstrom, which means they're now factory back teams, which is awesome. 1991, Koenig tuned Mercedes 300 CE selling for 50000 because why the mess not? I mean, to be fair, I kind of get it if it's one of those really rare, only known from the comp, only known by the exec sort of thing, in which case, I kind of think it actually is worth that 50k because it's something that barely anyone else knows about, and so it's sort of a part of secret, you know, special ops automotive history, so I'd buy it right now because of that reason. Lamborghini icon and creator of the Mura, Paolo Stenzani, I think I've got that correct, has passed away, sadly, at, I believe, 81 or 80. By the way, that's a real shame because the Mura is what really... It's not the first car or even the first sports car Lamborghini made, but it's what really kicked it off, and that it's such a shame. I love the mirror. That's I'm more of a front engine rear drive type of guy, and especially long hood, short deck short deck proportions. That's my preferred. It's very classic, but that's my preferred uh, proportions for a car. But the mirror, even though it's mid engine, it's got that front engine proportion to it. Well the front you know, front hood front long hood short deck proportions that I don't fully care that it's mid engine that that's my favorite Lambo, and it's sad to see that the creator of it has has passed from this world and left into that giant racetrack in the sky, as a lot of car enthusiasts say. An electric Volkswagen Beetle is possible, but, but Beetles chirp, and making an electric Beetle would... It ruins the point! Second-gen Renault Captur, whatever, spotted hiding under this cool wagon mule. Well, I don't know. It is actually pretty cool, though, at best, it's been... Very, very slapped together. And I mean, they just, like, they raided a parts bin and they just put rivets everywhere and tried to put it together. I mean, it still looks cool, but it's very, uh, cut, cut and chuck. That's the word. That's the one I'm looking for. It's a very cut and chuck job. This is what a BMW M2 loaded with optional and performance parts looks like. And as you can probably tell, it's an image. And this is a podcast, which hinders that. In fact, it, it enables you from seeing an image in the first place. So yay, just, yeah, just, wow. Lamborghini owner starts fight after losing $9,000 bet in racing modified R32 Nissan Skyline. This just proves you never fight with a sleeper. And also don't let your ego get in your way. And also I'm actually kind of happy that he lost that bet. Because it proves that just because you have a Lamborghini does not mean you are, that it does not mean all other beings with cars lesser than a Lamborghini are inferior to you. And it also doesn't mean that all cars that is here Lamborghini is inferior. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, he got what he deserved. We got the new Ford Mustang recently, we also got the convertible, and... As far as I could see, a lot of people on the car side of on, car throttle, hate it. Well, maybe, hate, maybe hate's a strong word. Strongest liking is the word, is maybe a kinder term. And, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of mixed on it. I don't hate it, but I also, I'm also... I'm of the mind of, it looks good, but is it a Mustang? And that's what I'm of the mind of right now, because I'm not, because I really like the looks of it, actually. I think it's a very nice, aggressive look, and I love that they sort of cut back the headlights, trimmed it up a little bit. But, is it a Mustang? I just, I'm not fully sold on it, to be honest. I think the front end, take away the Mustang badge, change, change it up a little bit. I honestly think it actually might be more suiting of a Capri. Maybe, maybe not, but... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe an Escort? I Again, I really don't know, but I'm not fully sure if it... No, 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 no. I know what it is. It's like the... It's like the... Oh, man. Not the original Mustang. The Mustang that came after that. You know, the Mach 1. 
That's what it. That's what the front end sort of reminds me of. It's sort of like a Ford Mustang Mach One. Yeah, because the 1970 Mustang, they just they made it longer. But yeah, I think that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yep, that's what it is to me. It's a 1970 Ford Mustang modernized though. Yeah, I can't even argue with that. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what it's like. It's not a Capri. It's a 1970 Mustang. The original, or not the original. The the pri the the pre facelift is a bit more like the original. Whereas this, the new one, the 2018, is more like the 1970 to me. That's what it's like. But yeah, it doesn't look bad. In fact, I really like it. But I can see why some people don't like it. Virginia man pays local DMV with almost 300,000 pennies. That must be... That's an interesting day at the office. I can, that, that's about as much as I'm going to say there. Tesla autopilot cleared in fatal Model S crash case. Lexus exec aware of gaps in their model lineup. Samsung to supply Audi with Xenos, whatever, however you say that, processors for next-gen infotainment systems. Once again, don't get any water on it, otherwise you're going to fry your instrument cluster. And you'll never know how fast you're going, then you'll get pulled over, and then you'll see you'll be going 130 when honestly you thought you were doing maybe 75. New DS flagship plans for China. Shanghai show debut is likely. Can't wait to see what they do. I actually kind of like DS, even though frankly it's just, you know, an upscale version of Citroen. You can now complete the entire process of buying a Peugeot online. Because once again, another automaker doesn't want Amazon to have all the glory. Anything but, but stealthy vapor Dodge Challenger goes on auction. Remember that sort of like Air Force style Challenger from the early, what, I want to say 2010s? Maybe 2009s? Yeah, whatever. Basically, you might have a chance of buying it. And also, I think that's a, kind of, that's a cool piece of history. Because they also had a Mustang version. But. BMW's 2017 2 Series and 3 Series are in top scores from IHS. Canadian driver masterfully avoids four moose on snow-covered road, and from this gift that I can see, but sadly you can't, he has dodged them magnificently. I mean, it looks like he didn't even hit a single one. You, sir, are a mini-stig. Forget a new Alpina 5 Series, this 1990 bi- er, sorry, B10 bi-turbo is the way to go, and I kind of agree because I prefer the styling there. 2018 Porsche 911 GT3 coming to Geneva gets four liter, yes, four liter engine and manual gearbox because the purists whined about it for so long. I'm not saying it wasn't justified, but yeah. 2019 BMW 6 or 8 series convertible spy doing donuts in the snow because the, the driver decided, hey, the guy who's viewing this should get some spectacle here. Last Hennessy Venom GT rolled off the production line. That, that's it. 1968 Dodge Coronet gets rear tracks, becomes a muscle snowmobile. Wow, tongue-tied. Yeah, and I'm going to describe it for you. It's a matte black Dodge, 1968 Dodge Coronet with, you know, dual racing stripes on the, on the, rear, on the rear panel. And it has giant snow tracks, which make the rear end higher and the front end lower, so it looks kind of weird. But yeah, so basically, hey, hey, you don't need to be all-wheel drive. Just get an old muscle car, put tracks on it, and boom! You, you, you got something that's almost practical for the snow. Almost. GM to invest $1 billion into U.S. manufacturing and more axle production from Mexico. Oh, wow, I went over again this time. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsor. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at 
http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello everyone and welcome back. I want to say quickly, remember how I said about a week ago that the SRT Demon is all, has already been well, semi-unveiled through the Fate of the Furious trailer? Yeah, well after that, everyone else jumped on the bandwagon. And I'm not kidding, everyone else jumped on the bandwagon. Alpar, Car Throttle, Car, car Scoops, I think Motor Trend, I think, what, what's the site called? Uh... Autoblog. They all jumped on it after I said it. So, I'm not saying I was the first to say it, but I'm pretty sure I was one of the first. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Everyone copied me. I brought it to them first, and you're claiming it as your own. Plagiarism. <laughs> anyway, Porsche planning an even more hardcore came in GT4 RS. And I want to see that, because be, that could be pretty cool. A close-up look on BMW's Escalade-sized X7 SUV via... Uh, a spy shot, and I'm not entirely convinced it's Escalade size, because it, Escalades are huge, and I'm not sure the X7 is really all that big. Shelby's new 50th anniversary Super Snake Mustang has up to 750 horsepower. Honestly, it looks pretty cool, actually. I wouldn't buy it, but I would at least want to know that an owner who has one, because it looks pretty cool. I don't know how it would drive, though. The Grand Tour Episode 11. Well, episode 11 trailer is all about used Maseratis. That sounds like a very, very Top Gear-esque episode. Facelifted Dacia, Docker, and Logi, whatever, bring more optional update. Also, it's also it's not a render. Okay. Patent designs reveal possible look for mysterious black Cullinan, I guess. BMW chief designer Karim Habib, I think that's how you say it, reportedly leaving German automaker, probably because he's tired of making cars that barely look different after a refresh. Yeah, yeah, I know that was a joke. They do, well, they do semi-look different. They look, they look semi-different. Crash victim sues Apple for not preventing texting and driving. Wow. We'll, we'll read and see what the, what the guy has to say. Pagani teaser hints at upgraded AMG V12 for upcoming Wira Roadster. Liberty Media's F1 takeover gets the green light. Lotus SUV is four or five years away, says company boss. Hopefully, Lotus will be able to survive for that long. New Dodge Challenger SRT Demon will be 200 pounds lighter than the regular 707 horsepower Challenger. And honestly, I have to say, that's 200 pounds. That is a significant difference. It's not the biggest difference we've seen in cars, but you know, before we've seen bigger differences than, than that. But that is really rather impressive, to be honest. But I have to say, am I am I the only one getting? Uh, a feeling of the Dodge Dart Hemi Superstock here, because that's that's the feeling I'm getting with this. I'm I'm getting flashbacks of it right now. I feel like that's what the new SRT Demon is sort of not taking inspiration from, but that's the that's the same that's the same direction it's going as a Dodge Dart Hemi Superstock. Ital Design released a second teaser of new production model before Geneva. Lamborghini Huracan Performante reveals its secrets, reportedly shattered ring lap record. Now, if the ACR has anything to say about it right now. Amazon patents road network that communicates with autonomous vehicles. Renault expands commercial EV lineup like Russian stacking dolls, apparently. 
Holden sends off the Commodore with its most hardcore special editions yet. Wise Guy brake checks a semi-truck with the Mini Cooper, because apparently he didn't have anything better to do, and he just... He doesn't care. Oh, and speaking of the ACR, before I forget, the VOA, or Viper Owners Association, all the fans... Well, what I should say is Viper Exchange has decided, you know what, before the Viper goes away, let's go to the Nurburgring and take back the crown! And you know what? They have created a GoFundMe so that you can fund some of the expenses that it would take to get them to the Nurburgring so that they can go and have a, have a go at taking the record back. And it's www.gofundme.com slash take-back-the-ring-record. A lot of dashes there, but they've raised, they've raised 42 $42,600 with the goal of 159000 and they're not halfway there, but, well, we're halfway there, ah, yeah, no, but they're getting close to getting halfway there, so, I thought I'd, and no, this this isn't actually sponsored, but I'm a Viperholic, so I decided, you know, I might as well throw this in there and try and give them some, try and drum up some support for them so that they can make their dreams come true, but yeah, I really hope that they do it, but once again, it's GoFundMe.com slash take slash backslash the slash ring slash record and if they do it you could be a part of history and I, I think the minimum if you pay anything that's 250 or over it's not like a signing but it's some poster thing i i can leave the link to the form thread uh once i'm done with the podcast thought i'd draw some support even though this isn't sponsored <laughs> hope, hope you guys beat the record because the record to beat is the 918 with what is it doing six six minutes 57 i believe Something like that. McLaren's new $1 million titanium graphene torbillion watch. Because you need something like that ever. Honestly, I hate it when stuff is so expensive like that. It's useless. Yeah, it'll tell time, but why? Sure, it has a lot of craftsmanship and it does look nice, but $1 million? Really? I'm not paying something that expensive that'll just sit on my wrist for, five, for I don't know, nine hours. BMW to introduce fleet of autonomous 7 series cars later this year. Elion Motors has just spent $101,000 in cash and a $123 million deficit for some reason. Hyundai to film an air spot during this year's Super Bowl. The Black Conan is coming to Geneva and nobody knows anything about it. Not even I do. I, I don't know mess about it right now. Seinfeld's comedian in cars getting, getting coffee moving to Netflix this year. FIA simulates Alonso's 2016 mobile crash. Or sorry, Melbourne crash with an F1 halo. Oh, yeah, the, the riot shield that Daniel Ricardo said. Oh, wait, no. No, 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 that was for Red Bull. New Takata injury reported in Japan. Honda fit involved. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm surprised Takata has any money to buy back these cars, even with the help of the automakers. It's just, I'm astounded. New mini coachman available for order in the UK. Price from £22,465. Or basically 26 to 27000 in US bucks, which is probably actually what it is. Here in America. German court compares Dieselgate to horse meat lasagna, forces Volkswagen to buy back Skoda Yeti. Well, all of the Yetis are a Skoda Yeti. I don't know. In fact, let's click on the article and see what's up. Kia confirms European Stinger specs. Gets 200 horsepower, 2.2 liter diesel, probably as the base model. And here, I thought the Kia Stinger was only going to come in the fast version. No, I guess that's not a very good business model because then you don't make a lot of money off the car. So, you know what? That's probably fair enough. Let's get into what this person is suing Apple for, because I can bet you anything, it's not a good reason. Apple could be hit with a class action lawsuit in California for failing to use technology capable of preventing iPhone users from texting while driving. The plaintiff of the complaint filed in the Los Angeles County Superior Court on Tuesday is 
Julio Kejia, I think I said that right, who was injured while another driver was using her iPhone. The complaint alleges that the company had the technology to block technical capabilities of someone behind the wheel since 2008. It also requests Apple halts the sale of all iPhone models and install the software. Auto News reports that Apple was granted a patent for technology that could lock out a phone if sensors were able to detect that it was being used while driving. Apple first filed for the patent in 2008, and the lawsuit asserts that the firm chose not to implement the, te the technology in an effort to maintain high profits. Just two weeks ago, Apple was hit with a similar lawsuit alleging that it hadn't installed software available since 2008 that restricted the use of FaceTime by a driver. Yeah, and I covered that article. Well, I covered that report. And I'm sorry, but I want to get, you see, now people are going to jump on the brand, right? And this is ridiculous. Apple's not responsible for you driving and texting. If you're, it's not the problem of whether they're using an Apple phone. It's the problem of whether they're driving and texting at all. It doesn't matter. It does not matter what phone they're using. And it doesn't matter if they're using FaceTime or not. The problem is they're on their phone while driving. And I don't get why the person is suing Apple rather than the person driving and texting. They're basically saying, oh yeah, it's fine that you were texting and driving, I just don't like that you're using an Apple phone. They're almost condoning it. They don't care that they were doing it in the first place. They care that they were doing it on a phone. And I know you're probably saying, no, they do care. They do care that they're doing it. They're saying the phone should have locked them out. But that doesn't matter. If you, have, if you need the phone to lock you out from texting and driving, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. So honestly, no, they're still condoning it. They're half condoning it. I'm sorry, they're not responsible. And honestly, they need to lose that suit and pay Apple whatever they sue them for, for slander or whatever. Because that's not Apple's fault. Hold on, someone has made a brilliant comment and it says, Sounds like Dane Cook's skit about car accidents. Why did you stop at a red light and let me hit you doing 80? I'm sorry, they need to get their license revoked. And honestly, they need to get their phone taken away from them. How? I mean, I'm talking about the driver who hit the person. But even the driver who's suing Apple... Again, they should have to pay Apple for whatever, you know, damages they did to their market, their stock market or something. Because again, that's not their problem. Honestly, and someone else said, you know, it's people like this that are the garbages of society. And he's right. Don't sue the company. The phone isn't, the make of the phone isn't the problem. It's the fact that they were using one at all. How many times do you have to say it? How come a 14-year-old, me, can critically think like this and say, oh, no, 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 no. You used the phone at all. It doesn't matter what make. How come I'm able to come to this conclusion, yet the driver of the car who got hit can't? I mean, seriously. Why? That's just, no. Someone else made the comment about, you know, this is like when McDonald's got, got sued when the, when the lady drank the hot coffee. You know, and then sued them for saying, oh, it was too hot, even though clearly it says, you know, hot on the thing. And, you know, they're not obligated to stop you from drinking, you know, really hot. You know, that's ridiculous. Honestly, both of, the, both of them need to get some sort of... Well, yeah, both of them need to get some sort of punishment, because this is ridiculous. Anyway, let's see what Skoda is in trouble for. The Volkswagen Group is being forced by a German court to reimburse a Skoda Yeti odor for the full price of his car, $28,250. Claiming that the vehicle's value has significantly, significantly dropped due to the cheating emission, emission scandal. The 68-year-old owner filed a lawsuit against the automaker at a court located about an hour's drive from Volkswagen Heads from Volkswagen's headquarters in Wolfsburg, Bloomberg writes. The decision came earlier this week and saw the three judges using harsh language, accusing the company of intentionally committing fraud. Moreover, they also compared Dieselgate with the discovery of illegal horse meat in frozen products, such as lasagna in 2013, and with the use of antifreeze to sweeten wine, 
more than three decades ago. Based on the rejections coming from other German cities such as Cologne and Elwang, and Volkswagen spokesperson Nikolai Lu, I think I said that wrong, said he believed the ruling will be overturned on appeal. Now, this one kind of confuses me because, yes, he's kind of right in saying that the vehicle's value has dropped because no one's going to really want a car. I mean, some may, but not all. And the value, because of that, has dropped due to the emissions. And he is right that because of the company's fault, the value of his car, you know, dropped rather than, you know, just regular depreciation. But on one hand, that kind of makes me curious because if, if what you, because this, this makes me think of Mercedes owners, okay, of 05 Mercedes. If this lawsuit is viable, it makes me wonder why hasn't, you know, slightly older Mercedes owners sued Mercedes for making cars, for making, well, yeah, cars that depreciate horribly because, you know, parts are expensive, you know, after they break, and, you know, get less reliable once they break, and, you know, stuff like that. I would, I agree with him that the vehicle's value has dropped because of Dieselgate, and that's the automaker's fault that the value has dropped because of the emission scandal. He's kind of right there, but on the other hand, I just, I kind of don't get it. Yes, the, the drop in his vehicle's value is due to Volkswagen's emission scandal, because now no one's going to want an emissions cheating car. But what about all the other things that was wrong with the car? And I'm not saying scandal-wise, I'm talking about just bad design choices that would make it less desirable use, thus making it depreciate. That, that's got me one, that's got me curious about this. Because if, what, you know, what, what's, what about the regular flaws the car has that would make it depreciate? You know, what about that? You know, why aren't you suing for that? That's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of confused with. Uh, I think I'm neutral on this. That's kind of iffy to me. That's, that's a little bit sketchy, if you ask me. New Honda Civic goes on sale this March in the UK. Starts from £18,235, or basically twenty-two grand. Might be twenty-three. Toyota executive says the Dan Rouse could start to rise in 2018. I'm not too confident in that. China-made Volvo XC40 expected to debut in Shanghai. New McLaren Super Series model teased, and will feature 50% more downforce than 650S. Of course, it won't use a stuck-on spoiler, but that doesn't matter. Wow, I've got to, I've got to remember to cut down my podcast for the next one. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Now, when we were talking about Apple and Skoda, please comment down below on what you think or at me on Twitter at, you know, at Cody Car Conundrum. I'd really, I'd really, really like to know your thoughts, especially on the Apple one, because that's the second time in this month, actually, which is a load of mess, which I think everyone could agree with. Uh, yeah, just... Alfa Romeo opens the order books for new Stelvio First Edition. Tesla driver stranded in the desert after a keyless smartphone app loses service. <laughs> wow, that that is a big shame. 
Anyway, actually, I'd like to speak about autonomous cars driving in the snow. Now, I was speaking about this, and I was saying that it, it, they just wouldn't work, because unless you moved all the radar and stuff inside the car like Volvo have done, it, the snow is just going to clog up the radar, and it won't be able to see. And I actually read a few articles before speaking about this, and there's a few more problems than that. One, as I've said before, they just can't cope with it. Computers don't know how to drive in the snow right now, and that's going to be a problem. You know, of course, they'll have to teach teach the computer, I say teach loosely, even still, and then you have the, you know, when it snows, people make their own lines, which Ford, Ford said that they'd have to use an artificial intelligence in order to do it, and even then, it'd be really hard to teach them how, to teach a computer how to cope with that, you know, another guy said that, even if somehow we get autonomous cars to work in the snow, don't imagine that they'll work well, and also, I agree with them, because I used to say, I think I said this before I did the podcast, maybe even in some of my earliest earliest podcasts, I said that driving is one of those things that only a human can understand. It's one of those things that is is complex in in theory, but because of how humans' minds work, we've made it e- we've made it easy for those who actually, who actually can drive. And honestly, I am surprised that they've gotten this far. They've done a good job, but I think snow is is going to be one of is going to be that. It, Again, if they do like a super eyesight type of thing where they have the radar behind the windshield so that the windshield wipers can make it clear, then boom. And you know, Ford also said what you could do instead is get a 3D map of the road so that after it snows, they would already know where the lines are on the road. But then again, predetermined lines. Then you have the ruts in the snow that pull the car to one side. And again, driving in snow is so complex. You know, not all humans can do it. I mean, not all humans can drive on a regular dry road very well. Much less even signal for Jeep's sakes, but honestly, I don't think we'll see autonomous cars in the snow for a while now. At all? Maybe in the far future. Maybe like five? No, eight years later, maybe. But they'd have to, they'd be out. They'd have to work incredibly fast in order to get that to work. But as far as I can tell, driving in the snow might be a little bit out of reach for autonomous cars right now. Anyway, let's see what else is up. 2018 Mini Countryman gets zesty with 228 horsepower J, uh, John Cooper Works model. And you know what? It actually looks pretty good. I wish Jeep would make a Jeep Grand Cherokee or Jeep Renegade Trackhawk, which we still haven't. We haven't actually heard about the Trackhawk in a while now, but still, I wish they'd do that. That'd be pretty cool. This is the new Opel and Voxel Crossland X Subcompact Crossover. And I'm going to spare you the, tra- the, the treason and say it like this If you were to take a minivan, and then absolutely squash it so it wouldn't have the sliding doors, but left it left the you know the, the tall sides. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It it looks like a a tall. It looks like a short, high-sided minivan. That that's genuinely what it looks like. And I don't and I don't mean you know it looks like a minivan in the non-car in the non-car non-car guyish term. Oh, everything looks like a minivan if it's giant and and bubbly and whatever. No, I mean like it actually from a car guy's perspective. It looks like a like a small minivan. It actually looks like a minivan. Airbus will present a flying car prototype this year. I'm not up for that mess. Berlin fashion icon shows smart for two style potential with tailor-made one-off. As long as it doesn't cost as much as that Aston Martin Signet or Sigen, I honestly don't care. Though I do like the blue it has, and the gold wheels. That's actually pretty nice. Toyota still has reservations about autonomous cars. Which it should, because there are still problems that need to be addressed. 
Lucid Air to ship with hardware to support fully autonomous driving. Interestingly. 2018 Ford Mustang facelift loses the V6, gains new face, a 10-speed automatic, because you need a truck, because you need a truck transmission in the muscle car, I mean, or, or any car even. And a digital cluster. Now, I'm going to talk about that transmission more. Why do you need a 10-speed transmission? I don't get that. Just In fact, no. I know why they've added a 10-speed transmission. More gears, lower RPM, better efficiency. But it adds more weight, which, which ironically, lowers efficiency. Gosh, just no. And why do you need a 10-speed transmission in a performance car? You, you, you do not. Why do you need it? You don't. I don't care that I lost the V6, but you don't need a 10-speed auto. In a, or, or any car for that, unless, no, not even an economy car, because it'll add weight. Ducati teamed up with Diesel to build Leathery Devel bike. Electric Rallycross Championship launching in 2017, which could be cool. Won't be as noisy, which is sad, but could be cool, especially with that instant torque, yo. Take a peek at Alpine's new lightweight aluminum chassis. Kind of looks like an F-type, to be honest, some angles. DMC's Bentley Bentayga Genente. Gigante? I don't know. Packs an extra 100 horses. Because you need to pay 400 grand for an SUV you'll never take off road in your life. Honda Odyssey Type R would make the school run a lot more exciting. Personally, I wanna, I wanna, I'd love to see that. And a Chrysler Pacifica SRT6, technically. Volkswagen execs could be stuck in Germany or face jail time in the US. Is this incredibly rare Devon GTX more than a Viper in a fancy suit? Kind of. I... I really like the looks of it, but I'm not so sure if it's more than a Viper in a fancy suit. Is Citroen's Aircross SUV hitting the Chinese market this year? Maybe. Round Trucks launches new Long Live ad campaign. It's got nothing to do with the Super Bowl, as far as I know. We can always imagine John Lennon's 1986 Austin Princess going for a small fortune. Oh man, that looks so terrible. It's funny, but it looks terrible. BMW reveals facelift to 2018 4 Series Coupe, Grand Coupe, and Convertible. And as you can probably guess, they look exactly the same. It's not, it doesn't look bad, it just doesn't look different. MG GS naps four stars in AN, in ANCAP's safety rating. I don't know what ANCAP is. You can vote for what the new Monopoly car should be, and everything else, for that matter. Kia Stinger may try to rival Tesla Model 3 with electric variants. That could be cool, but I think I'd rather it just be what it is right now. If it goes electric, it better be... A performance electric car. Future Alfa Romeo Giulietta gets Giulietta-inspired styling, and you know what? It looks pretty good, but I don't think we're going to see it, sadly. Newer, larger, and tech-improved Audi A1 coming next year. Electrification is possible, and yes, I think these days electrification is now a word. Car buyer finds new Fiat Tipo cheap and not as good as the competition, though, of course, with as with everything, check with the owners. Though, I'm not sure how many owners there are, and of course, none are in America. So, your best bet's probably the UK. Valtteri Bottas replaces Nico Rosberg at Mercedes for 2017. Yeah, you heard me correctly. This is going to be an interesting year for, I think, most, if not all, motorsport. Alpine attending Geneva show. A120 premiere is likely. Here's a peek in and out of Kia's all-new 2017 Kia... 2018, sorry. Kia C apostrophe D. To make a Top Gear reference, and of course, it's an image, so... Yeah, you're probably not gonna see it. I can tell you, though, the steering wheel is a little bit... It's a little bit Viper-like, actually. Not flat-bottom steering wheel, but close. The center console, including the infotainment area, is... It's hard to say, really. Because it's it's not like anything else. It's, I guess, Kia-like? It, well, no, no, no. It's... Let me think here. I want to say it's a little bit GM 
Ford and maybe Mercedes like uh, some something in between all those. A Pagani's on the Tricolore is for sale and we desperately want it. I don't really, but it still looks cool. Pagani Wire Roadster teasing its new arrow ahead of Geneva debut. New Hyundai i30 UK range details, priced from sixteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-five pounds, or right about. 19 grand, almost 20 grand. Madrid mayor says all cars will be banned from city by 2019, meaning that all the roads in the city will be completely, they'll just be empty and it'll be useless. New Mercedes AMG E63 range goes on sale when Germany and starts from 109,837, whatever the German, no, whatever the name for the German currency is. Tesla Model S packs 778 horsepower in electric GT racing spec. Yeah, that electric GT racing spirits series is happening and the Tesla Model S is going to be the only car in there I think. Could be cool though. Quiet as mess but it could be cool. BMWs, Minis and Rolls Royces are ensnared in airbag recall. That's right you you posh Rolls Royce owners aren't. You're not except from the common man recalls. Let's see what BMW Mini and Rolls are up to right now. BMW has issued a pair of recalls in the United States, neither of which is particularly large in the number of units affected, but the array of models they cover is staggering. The larger of the two stems from a problem with the seat-mounted side airbags, which may not deploy in the event of a crash. The campaign covers only 3,506 units from the 4 Series, 5 Series, and 6 Series, including the M4, M5, and M6, as well as the X1, i3, and i8. Wait, what? Hold on. It says the campaign covers only... 3,506 units from the 4 series, 5 series, and 6 series. Then it goes on to say, fair enough, it also says, you know, that's, that includes the performance models, the M4, the M5, and the M6, okay? But then it says the X1 and the i3 and the i8. Well, then it doesn't, well, then it doesn't just, might just be me, but. Including among them are various, various power train variants and body styles, all of them for 2016 and 2017 model years. As if that's not enough, the recall extends to other products made under the BMW Group umbrella, including the Mini Cooper, Cooper S, and Clubman, as well as the Rolls-Royce Dawn. Only 1% of those models mentioned are estimated to have the faulty airbag inflators. For instance, while 1,531 examples of the X1 crossovers are affected, only 4 examples of the i8 are being recalled, along with 26 Dawns. Wait, what? So, there's only 4 examples of the i8 being recalled, but there's 28 Dawns out there? Wow! I'm surprised, I honestly thought there'd be more i8s than Dawn's, but wow, I mean, I'm just, man, that is surprising, to prove me wrong, and one single 535D sedan. Along with the airbag recall, BMW has issued another for eight examples of the X5 X-Drive 40E plug-in hybrid crossover. The problem here stems from a loose electric ground cable, which could cause the transmission to shift unexpectedly to neutral. At least it doesn't go to the reverse. I guess that's good. Fixing the former problem will necessitate replacing the airbag modules, while the latter will require simply tightening the ground cable. Both recalls are slated to get underway on February 6th. Both wagons driverless Uber rival to draw inspiration from Bud E. Concept. Oh dear. Alfa Romeo boss wants brand to become major premium player in the U.S. And if they do it right, they may very well be that. Oh yeah, and this is last week's news, but thankfully we're at the end of the podcast. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. Don't forget to comment down on your opinions about the Skoda and the Apple issues. And I will see you all next week. You've just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody 
dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.